Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Full Coverage, a podcast by Beauty Addicts for Beauty Addicts. I am your host today, the unprofessional beauty junkie and married lady, Lindsay Kelk. Um, I'm also joined by an unexpected special guest, which is the police helicopter that has been circling my house um, for the best part of an hour. Been waiting for it to go away so we can record this. Can you hear it? It's over us right this second, um, but it's not going anywhere. I'm really hoping they're not looking for me or Anderson Cooper because we are sitting ducks right here. They will find us in a heartbeat. There will be no Thelma and Louise for me and Anderson. I, I, I would just go. I, I just don't think I could do very well on the run. I'm really tired. I wouldn't get very far. I'd need to stop for snacks. Anyway, hopefully you won't be able to hear the helicopter too much. What you will be able to hear is a fabulous chat. I've got this episode with my wonderful hair colorist, Trey Elliott. Now, I get asked about my hair more than I get asked about anything else on earth, at least in a beauty sphere, but possibly in general as well. I definitely answer more questions about my hair than I answer about my books, which is insane. Because I've been writing books for ages and I've only had pink hair for like three years. But when I do have pink hair, it's because of Trey Elliott. And he is going to tell you all about how uh, you can go about getting fun colors yourself, questions you should ask your colorist, how he got started. If you are interested in being a colorist, he's going to give you some directions on how to do that as well. Like I could, I mean, I'm going to say I could sit and listen to Trey talk all day. A, that's true, because as you're going to hear, he has the nicest voice ever in the history of voices, and I need to speak to him about starting his own ASMR podcast just so he can tell me stories so I'll fall asleep. But B, in fairness, when I'm getting my hair done, which takes about three hours every six to eight weeks, it's mostly me talking, which will come as a surprise to literally none of you. But this week, I tried to let him do as much of the talking as I could. I'm sorry, guys. I just get excited when I'm talking to people. I work from home. I don't get out much, which might be why the police are coming for me. But yeah, the chat is coming up. I really hope you enjoy it. He answers some questions from the Facebook group. Shout out to the Facebook group. Uh, And yeah, he's just the nicest man in the whole wide world. And it was so kind of him to agree to do this. And I hope that his advice helps some people. Now, on to new news. I feel like there's no new news and there's all the new news and they do it on purpose. This time of year, there's not supposed to be any new years. This time of year, we're supposed to be going, ooh, Christmas sets, how exciting. I'm really not worrying about new products, but so many new products. Uh, Before we get started on the new products, I just want to give a shout out because it is, as it is every October, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Lots of cancers out there to be aware of. And also, you shouldn't only be aware of your breasts in October. I know this has been the message this year, everyone's like, but what about everything else? Agreed. We should all be worried about all the things all the time. But for the sake of this segment, and because 
I have breast cancer in my family. It's a real concern. It's something I feel really strongly about. It's something we can detect early and treat. So I'm all for supporting people who support breast cancer awareness. And it's so easy to do, you guys. The shops are packed with pink products, with ribbons, with uh, logos on, so you know where your money is going. Uh, You can help out um, as easily and for as little as £1.50 you can go to Asda and get the Vaseline Lip Therapy Rosy Lip Balm Tin they have a special edition which 10% of the proceeds go directly to Breast Cancer Care and Breast Cancer Now obviously Essay Lauder and Essay Lauder companies are one of the biggest supporters of breast cancer awareness they always are they do amazing work they have donated so much money and raised so much awareness over the years great options from there if you're looking to invest um advanced night repair 78 pounds i know not an insignificant price but such an incredible product and there is a pink uh, version a pink bottle that you can get now at 20 percent of the retail price which is a decent amount that's nearly 16 quid going to breast cancer research foundation until june 2020 uh, GHD have a breast cancer awareness model. Uh, Joe Malone, if you buy the Red Roses fragrance between uh, now and the end of October, £20 from that will go to Breast Cancer Research Foundation, which is fantastic. Elemis, our good friends at Elemis, they've been doing something I think the last 18 years now. Uh, and this year they have, in the last couple of years, it's been the Rose collagen pro collagen marine cleanser cleansing balm but this year it is the pro collagen marine cream gets a turn with a special pink tub and it comes in um, a pink leather zip-up box which is very cute it actually makes a wonderful christmas present if you're planning to buy anyone the pro collagen marine cream for christmas get it now get the breast cancer edition and it's very cool makes a very nice gift also the fabulous thing about this is elemis has pledged to donate twenty five thousand pounds to breast cancer care regardless of how many um, tubs are sold. I mean, this always sells out. Their limited edition sells out every year, but they're going to pledge to £25,000 regardless, which is fantastic because we love people who pay money to the charities. Because what you don't want with these situations, which is why sometimes I think people get down on this kind of thing, is you get brands who say, oh, we're doing the stories awareness. And then when you look at how much the proportion of the proceeds actually goes to the charity or to the organization, it's tiny. £25,000 is not tiny. That's going to help save lives. So well done, Elemis. As I say, there are lots and lots of lots of options. You only need to Google it. You'll find thousands. You only need to walk into Boots, into Asda, into Debenhams, into anywhere. You will find beauty products. You will find pink products that are supporting breast cancer care and breast cancer awareness. So check that out. And it just goes without saying, but I'm going to say it. I wish I didn't have to. Please make sure you're checking yourself. Please check yourself every month. If you have breast cancer in your family, make sure you're getting regular checks from your doctor as well. It's not enough to just say like, oh, I'm sure it's fine. Please, 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 please check. If you find anything, go to your doctor. Early detection is everything. It's literally life or death. Please do this. Do it for me. Do it for yourself. Just do it. Uh, So that is happening all through October and the self-checking all year round, please, ladies. As I said, there's lots of new news this week. Uh, It's weird this time of year, it's usually gone a bit quiet because we're just waiting for all of the Christmas box sets and gift sets and things to come out. But there've been quite a lot of new product launches, uh, celebrity based. There have been a bunch of new palettes, smaller palettes that you wouldn't really associate with Christmas normally. Uh, But, you know, I'm not arguing because I love stuff. First one that I'm very excited about is the new palette 
palette from ColourPop. I feel like we haven't talked about ColourPop in a hot minute. Uh, but they have brought out a new nine shade palette called Smoke Show, which is all, as you can imagine, smoky based shadows. So it's all greys, there's a white in there, greys, blacks, uh, gum metals, charcoals, everything around the smoky eye shenanigans from a grey, black, white tone. Very monochrome, very sexy, lots of finishes. I'm very, very keen on it. Apparently this helicopter is as well. Like, what are they doing? If you've not done what you needed to do inside an hour, I don't know if you're very good at your job, Mr. Police Helicopter. What am I paying my taxpayer's money for? Where's my taxpayer's money going? Anyway, um, so Colourpop Smoke Show, it's $12. Colourpop just, it never ceases to amaze me how incredible uh, and affordable their products are. So I'm definitely picking this one up. I'm very excited. I love a gunmetal smoky eye. I feel like I've gone so much further into like brown smoky eyes and coloured smoky eyes lately. I'm excited to get back into a good old fashioned black and grey. I think it's going to be very sexy. Uh, also very sexy. We've got new Huda palettes, new Huda Obsessions palettes. Now, we love the Huda Obsession palette. They're dead cute. They're dead easy. We love them. Uh, I'm sure you all know what these are already. They're the little mini nine shade palettes. Uh, if you're in the States, they always have them at the checkout in Sephora to try and trick you into buying them. And it, it usually works. Um, I have a bunch of them and I love them. I know Harry loves them as well. Now, Huda is coming out with nude obsessions and there is light medium and dark because we love the inclusivity here as we know uh skin color saying nude implies skin color and most new palettes are catering for lighter skin colors here we have a light a medium and a dark option and that's amazing light medium and rich $29 each available from shophoverbeauty.com October 9th and in store October 15th. I'm pretty psyched about these. They look really pretty um, and they're not necessarily colors I would choose straight away or that I would immediately think of as being in a nude palette. The light shade, for example, it's got sort of a bone color in there and then there are four glittery shimmers but one's a lavenderish color and then there's sort of three pinkish peachy colors and then a darker brown I guess to smoke out with but not much brown not much in the way of brown at all definitely much more pink toned on the light than in the medium again far more pinky tones uh there's sort of three brownish shades in here but then a whole lot of pink another one of those lavenders and then another darker shade to smoke out with and do your crease loves it loves that uh but again shying away from just straight up browns and in the rich palette again much more rich tones more closer to a jewel tone with the sparkles and with the the pinky reds and then I think it's a matte black it looks like a black could be very dark brown uh but yeah really pretty shades very very pretty and the sparkly pink appears to me to be in all of them uh which is an interesting take on nude the, the lavender in the light shade is definitely an interesting take on nude but who am I to argue I'm not I'm no one uh and I actually think I would wear all three of these palettes even though I guess the theory is that they are aimed at different skin tones but also, equal opportunities over here, you guys. If you like it, slap it on your face. I say we just all go for it. Um, but these are great. As I said, $29. They are always fantastic quality. I know Harry has a bunch in her kit, uh, and I really like mine as well. So pump for these. 
As I said, there have been a bunch of celebrity launches lately, and I know Harry's gonna Harry will kill me. She's on holiday, she can't be here today. Um, but she will kill me if I go too far into the Victoria Beckham Beauty uh launch without her being here because I think it's her favorite thing that's ever existed. But we so we ordered a bunch of stuff from Victoria Beckham Beauty when we went out for dinner for my bachelorette party. We came home, I think it was when we got home. It was, we were, we were at home, we were taking our makeup off and I was like, oh, did you order it by the way? And she's like, oh my God, is it out? And um, immediately went to her phone and ordered a bunch of stuff. I had already ordered a bunch of stuff. Hers came first. I'm, I'm, I am mad about it, Victoria, I won't lie. Um, but it turns out it's really good. I'm just going to speak to it very briefly because I do want to get into it more when Harry is here. There's four smoky eye bricks um, in signature tuxedo tweed and royal i got tuxedo i think harry got signature she definitely went with the brands uh, and then there's the lid lusters which are these sparkly little pots of loose um, pigment uh, onyx blonde mink and midnight midnight's gorgeous it's the most beautiful inky sapphire blue it's absolutely beautiful and then there's the satin kajal liners in black bronze and bordeaux uh we've also just found out coming very very soon we're gonna have uh, lip color and lip pencils because like uh, i think it's called the bitten lip stain i don't have it with me because i'm absolutely useless but uh yeah it looks absolutely gorgeous and then lip pencils as well so developing and coming on quickly she's she's getting it out there is old vicky the packaging's gorgeous i will say that the tortoise shell aspect of um the packaging is absolutely stunning it feels very luxe it feels very expensive what i don't want to talk about is the clean beauty nonsense of it because clean doesn't mean anything clean is just a word you can say anything is clean no one's going to say their product is dirty but and whatever I love, I want people to be responsible. I want people to be sustainable. I want people to not damage the environment with their products. But just saying your product is clean is wildly unhelpful. Uh, tell me what it does. Tell me how you are helping the environment with your product. Tell me what you're putting back in. Tell me what you're not taking out. But anyway, it's clean for people who care about such things. Uh, another celebrity who has just launched her range to what feels to me considerably less fanfare, which seems so weird given the celebrity. But Lady Gaga finally dropped her House Laboratories line. And I got to tell you, I ordered a bunch of this and I really like it, but I'm barely hearing about it. Is it just me? Is it everywhere? Have I just not been paying attention? Because I was off doing stupid wedding stuff, which we'll get to. Um, there's a liquid eyeliner. There is like face lace type things, which is listed as armor mask, number one on her website. Uh, and then there's a bunch of lip glosses, the L L Riot lip gloss. Uh, they're absolutely beautiful. So speaking to the lip glosses first, they don't really have a scent or a flavor, which I love. Um, I hate lip glosses that taste all vanillary or smell all vanillary. It makes me want to puke. I love these. They don't have that. It's not sticky. I would say it's more of a glaze because, um, I don't know, they're just really, really pretty. I'm not going to say they're reinventing the wheel. They're not. They're lip glosses. But in the States, they're $18, which doesn't seem untoward for a lip gloss. I like the packaging. It's cool. It's black. It looks like a black smoky crystal. Um, and then the bottom of it fades out into an ombre so you can see the color of the actual product inside, which is lovely. Uh, so I really like those. Uh, there's also lip liners, RIP lip liners. I guess it's RIP or is it Rip Lip? 
Rip lip might make more sense. Rip lip? Rip lip liner. Rip lip liner. Or RIP lip liner. It's so hard to say because I have no idea. Uh, again, really nice. $16 here in the States. Ma- like a big long pencil. You're getting plenty of product. Feels great. Feels great. As great as an, a lip pencil can feel. Um, I will say most of them felt like they went a bit brown for me. I'm not a brown gal. But I really did like them. Uh, They make a nice touch with the lip gloss if you want something a little bit more structured. The real winner to me, which I think is the greatest part of the collection, is the Glamatac Liquid Shimmer Powders. Now, these are liquid to powder eyeshadows. And oh my God, oh my God, these eyeshadow powders, these eyeshadow powders, oh my God. I love them Uh, they are so easy to use they are so pretty they dry down really nicely you can blend the edges out to get a really pretty finish Uh, I've got a bunch of them I've got chain ballerina I've got rose bitch I have got biker and I've got dynasty dynasty if you're English Um, and they're really really nice Uh, the chain ballerina is sort of a gunmetal black shade the rose bitch is a really pretty um, sparkly pink I will say that sort of washes out into not very much it blends out into not a ton of pigment and it does show that it has more pigment on the website but it's still very very pretty I've used it a lot uh the dynasty dynasty is the most beautiful green it's I haven't ever seen anything like this in this finish in a liquid shadow it's absolutely gorgeous and I'm obsessed with it just on its own with a black eyeliner and then the I actually bought it in a kit and it came with one of the lip glosses and it's stunning. Um, it comes with, she says, if she can find it. It's absolutely gorgeous. No, Gaga, stop messing with me. Okay, yeah, it comes with this sort of rosy tone terracotta lip gloss called Attitude and they match together just beautifully. They play each other off um, and they look absolutely gorgeous. I really love them. So good work on that. Um, yeah, my pick would definitely be the Glam Attack Liquid Shimmer Powders. They are $20 in the States. Um, you can get everything from houselabs.com. But yeah, all in all, I think it's pretty good. It's a relatively small curated collection. I think there's eight shades in each product, uh, apart from the liquid liner, which is just in the black. But just well done. I'm, it's so weird to me that there hasn't been more noise about it. I thought there would be more hoo-ha uh, as you were. There's a lot of hoo-ha about Victoria Beckham and then very little about Lady Gaga, which when I had to, if I had to say, who do you associate more with makeup, Victoria Beckham or Lady Gaga? I mean, I guess the styles are just so different because they both I would associate with makeup, but only because VB's already done the Estee Lauder collection. But Gaga, I think of her as an artist and I think of makeup as part of that. So I don't know. Check it out if you're interested. You won't be disappointed. The products are good. Again, not really reinventing the wheel on the lip gloss or the lip liner. I heard the eyeliner is great. I haven't tried it. But the Glam Attack liquid powder shadows, uh, especially in Dynasty. Oh, my God. So good. Chain Ballerina too and Biker. Just really lovely products. Really, really nice. Really well done. Well done, Lady Gaga. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist. To find out if it's right for you. Speaking of Lady Gaga, uh, we are now going to pop over uh, to my chat with Trey Elliott, um, hair colorist extraordinaire based here in Los Angeles. I say speaking of Gaga because uh, he has Lady Gaga tattoo and I love him and I love her and it makes me really happy. But we'll speak more about that in the chat. Um, but yeah, uh, here he is, Trey Elliott, answering your questions about hair color. So the question I get asked more than any other question, including the books that I write, which is sort of disappointing for me, uh, but is how I do my hair color. So the answer to how I do my hair color is our guest today does my hair color. And my guest today is, I'm gesturing at you wildly. So <laughs> Hi guys, uh, my name is Trey Elliott and I'm a colorist here at uh, Lost Hill Salon in uh, Echo Park in Yay! Los Angeles everyone's gonna be very excited it genuinely is a question i get asked more than any other question it's exciting my I'm instagram ex- every day is like how do you do it i, I'm see like, that. I don't do it i don't yeah you do say no, it someone I else you. does it <laughs> i'm like i make a person do it who's much better than me <laughs> uh, and there's a reason for that because hair color is really hard yes. i think and i think we all grow up messing around with hair color and thinking it's really fun and easy which it is when you're 14 um right. but i think as you get older and the more complicated stuff you need a professional you're that professional yes you are uh, so today, like to <laughs> <laughs> we've been working together, what, like four and a half years? It's been a while years? now, yeah, about That's four or five crazy. years. I say we've been working together, you've been doing all the work, right. and I've been sitting and but talking But I get to listen you. to you, which is <laughs> <Just> great, <laughs> no share problem. ideas. Um, anyway, so because we have so many questions about my hair, I thought we should sit down and chat to you. Uh, we get a lot of hair questions in general, and I think Harry and I will both be the first to say we are not hair professionals in any way, shape, or form. Right. Thankfully, we both have really different hair, so we can give our experience with products and chat to that, but we can't really answer anyone's questions. Right. But you can. I can. Here I am. <laughs> I'm here. Uh, so before we get into questions, Trey, tell us a little bit about yourself. So my name is Trey. I am 31 years old, and um, I got started with hair... About 12 years ago, um, you know, I was just inspired by my best friend. She was in beauty school when I was a senior in high school, and I would go and visit her on my, like, times off. And just to be surrounded in that environment, it was very inspiring to me. And I just thought it was so cool to be surrounded by these people that were, like, cool kids to me. And so the second that I graduated high school, I had registered uh, for beauty school in San Diego and moved down there and uh, got my start there. And then as soon as I got my license I was it was like a year later I was 18 and then just been like kind of thrown into it since then so 
Yeah. So. I was thinking about all the things that people on this earth have done because the cool kids were doing it. Right. And you, you did well. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> you it took some time so for worse. sure. Like it took a while for me to really understand and get into it and enjoy it. But it was just a matter of trying to find myself through it all as well and trying to find somebody that, you know, believed in me to show me the ropes and to show me how things are properly done because the real world is very different than school. And so, so would that be the path you recommend to most people interested in a career in color, particularly school I find first? absolutely. And I find in any creative field, I do think it's very important to find somebody who you look up to that is very talented that you can learn from. Um, because to do it all by yourself, like it's, you could do it absolutely, but you're just going to kind of teach your things, teach yourself things the hard way, yeah. you know? And that's kind of what I did in the beginning until I found somebody that was able to, uh, show me the ropes and show me how things were done the right way. So what about color in particular? Because presumably if you went to beauty school, they gave you a broad education in a bunch of stuff before you specialized. Right. Yeah. Specifically in California, like there is no just hairstyling license, hair coloring license, like it's cosmetology. So you kind of do learn uh, multiple things from hair color, hair cutting, nails, skincare, makeup, waxing, you know, just the whole spectrum of what cosmetology is. But once you get out of school, you definitely can, you know, pick and choose where you want to, what you want to do and where you want to go with that. And I chose hair, the hair side of things did both hair color and hair cutting. Hair cutting is definitely not my expertise. I did not enjoy it at all. So that's why I let the other professionals do that. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird to me when I first, cause I guess I had always gone places where everyone did everything. Right. I, I was, I was naive, Trey. Mm -hmm. I didn't know until I moved to America and it's like, Oh wow. Like you can do one or the other. Right. I didn't know. And it's, it's interesting, too, because I find that in more of the cosmopolitan cities like Los Angeles, New York, like that is a thing where you can sort of pick and choose what you want to do. But like in smaller towns where I'm from, that's not an option there. Like people don't want to go to two separate stylists, you know, to get their services done. Um, so I just think it's a matter of uh, just exploring, you know, the right option for Trying yourself. New stuff. Yeah. So what inspires you in general? We've got baby Trey went to school. <laughs> which is yep. an adorable thought I'd like photos yeah. <laughs> uh, right. and then you found someone to mentor you and bring you through but what inspires you to keep going with hair color because it's something that's always evolving and changing absolutely um you know for me what inspires me to keep going is just the fact that I can bring so much happiness to people um through their look and to make them feel comfortable in their own skin um I do find that like my personal inspiration is for color in general is like, you know, I'm from the desert. I'm a desert rat for life. I've tried to get <laughs> out of it and I never can leave, you know? And, um, but I find a lot of like my own personal, like hues of color for inspiration come from the desert. You know, everything's very pastel, very muted a lot. And I just find that those typical tones seem to be very, um, it works for everybody, you know, like you can take something and mute it down a little bit. And I find that it fits everybody's skin tone for the most part, you know, but I am trying to explore the more vibrant world of hair color as well and trying to be a little bit louder with it. Yeah. Um, but it's a new, new experience for me. So I'm slowly getting into that. Well, we'll you'll get there yeah. or you won't. Right. No, we'll be <laughs> right. choice. It's an experiment. <laughs> exactly. And that's the thing. It's, this is the thing with hair color that I always find so hard when people say like, oh, I'd love to try that, but I don't want to. And it's like, but you can always just change it back. Right. Like hair color is, it's not, I mean, even if it's permanent hair color, you can change it. Absolutely. Yeah. It's always, I mean, there's always that option to change it back. I mean, if you, it's a lot easier though to be lighter yeah. with the starting canvas and going darker than artificially coloring your hair dark and wanting to go lighter. Cause then you're, you know, setting yourself up for some work 
but it's not um, impossible yeah. either. I spent 13 hours mm-hmm. having red strip I remember that. Hair, so <laughs> yes. like, I know that you tell the truth. Yes. That was not my favorite day. Right. But even going brown to red, that took like eight hours because yeah. they had to strip the brown to put the red in. Yeah, absolutely. Because you just got to find the right undertone, you know, and you can't just like throw one color over the other because it doesn't always work, you know, because you're working with, you know, undertones yeah. in the end of it and they have to work together. See, this is the madness about hair color that I didn't understand for such a long time when I was just putting box colors on my head and merrily walking around the world <laughs> is it's so much science. Right. It's so much color theory. It's not just, oh, let's make it this pretty color. Because I think we had a lot of questions about this. And I've had a lot of questions about this over the years saying like, oh, I used this pastel pink thing and it didn't come out. I'm like, well, what was your color before you put it on? Which is something I learned from you guys because I had no idea. So how do you get to grips with that side of it? Is that just experience? Do you learn that over time? Or? Definitely experience. I mean, it's definitely a you know trial and error. Uh, even with me as a as a teenager, you know, I used to think that it was cool, okay, to just, you know, I would have colored dark hair, you know, and my roots would be showing, I'd have like an inch of regrowth, and then I would go to Sally's and, you know, buy this like really cool blue pastel tone, thinking that's all I needed to just throw it on, and it never worked, and I never understood why, and it wasn't until, of course, going to school, learning the science behind things, that you can't just throw something on your head, you need to know the science behind it and understand how something works in order for it to work you know yeah so yeah the years I spent well I had so background in my hair for everyone who doesn't care at home but like (laughs) I have been every color and all through my 20s I was every possible color and then I I had it bleached really really blonde and it was in a mess I'm like I've got to grow it out I've got to get rid of it so I just bought a box because I'm like it's blonde so I'll just put this brown over it and then it's fine and it was for the first go and then the second go I did you know what it says in the box where it's like just do the roots and then put it through the ends for just the last five minutes but I kept doing that for about two years until my hair was nearly black right because it, um, really it just kept building mm-hmm. up and it was and I couldn't understand it and I know that's the thing a lot of people have asked us about so like, but I did what it said on the box but it's like it's still just building and building and building right and, building. and the one thing with box color too that's so interesting and so difficult is it's a it's a a myriad of um you know different types of dyes that are in there it's not just you know uh indirect dyes which are the ones that go inside the hair shaft and alter pigments that are in the hair it's also made up of direct dyes which lay on the outside of the hair and they're basically designed so that you as the consumer aren't messing your hair up you know but if you're consistently depends also on like how often you're doing it but if you're consistently like you know pulling it through the ends eventually you are going to get a build up and over time that build up just sort of uh doesn't allow light to reflect through it, allowing it to look very inky and uh, not natural. Yeah, you know? I looked like I was wearing a wig mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> for like a good six months. That's the like terrifying thing of it is like they just design these things for consumers to use and without them being educated on it, you know? And so you could read the directions, but it's not going to teach you. No, you know? no. Yeah, because I did exactly what it said, right. but my hair looked so bad right. for so long. There and eventually one friend was like, we've got to fix <laughs> right. this. Like, she literally was like, there's something needs to be done. And I went to a salon in New York and they were like, oh, baby, no. Yeah, and I was like, sad. okay. Hair trauma. Yeah. <laughs> and that there. was the beginning of my long addiction to salon mm-hmm. hair color. But it was it was better for the end. Um, so on to current trends, future trends. Trends. People love to talk about trends. Yes, they do. <laughs> what current trends are you really enjoying? <sighs> right now, you know, I just think it's been so beautiful to see over the last decade, you know, the acceptance of the freedom of having really fun hair, of having yeah. pastel hair, having, you know, really loud, colorful hair. But then also people out there still 
allowing themselves to have a more natural approach with it by just highlighting their hair and then just toning those highlights into something that is really fun because in the end, like you're still a part of yourself by like having your natural there, if that's what you are into and then having that pops of fun on the ends or whatnot, you know? Um, so that's something that's still, I don't think that's ever going to go away now, now that it's, yeah, yeah it's, oh, it's out of the bottle. You can't get the toothpaste yeah. back in the tube, Trey. You ever. can't get the toothpaste <laughs> right. back in the tube. Yeah. And so that's <laughs> been really fun because it's just, you know, people are now wanting to try more with their hair. And I feel like 10 years ago when I first started, that was definitely not a thing. And like the idea was there, but people were afraid. And now you just see it all over the media. And I mean, living in LA, it's it's, it's more everywhere. weird now. I think when you go out and you don't see Seriously. someone with un unconventional in yeah. bunny ear quotes. Especially in LA and New York, like you don't see much of natural hair anymore. No, Harry <laughs> has virgin hair. Harry has oh, wow. never dyed her hair. And every time, and it's beautiful. Her hair right. is gorgeous. But every time I'm like, but what if? what if right <laughs> seriously i'm a monster I'm like, maybe one day we could get her in here i know just do something just do one just little, little highlight <laughs> oh and she would do it she's a monster it's lovely but yeah she is never done and it's so weird because someone's like i've dyed my hair my whole life right Same. but it is so weird when you go out in la and there's no natural hair mm -hmm. ever i know it's interesting even with myself like i have allowed myself to not color my hair over the past three years just because I'm curious what my natural hair color is these days and it's finally there and it's beautiful and I'm like seeing pops of gray hairs pop out and like I'm into that you know I think men with gray hair it's very sexy and oh so well I just married one so. absolutely you did <laughs> a little silver okay fox <laughs> I know although I did have to introduce him to toning conditioners because mm, right. you know baby lives in yellow. LA it goes mm -hmm. a little green sometimes so I, I'm pleased with that work that I've done this <laughs> that's <laughs> cute and he's accepting it <laughs> yeah funny. he's been okay with it every so often I'll notice that he left it on too long and his hair's a little bit purple but mm -hmm. I think it looks great and we just don't tell him right so it's you look fabulous babe yeah <laughs> and everyone at work's like why is he have purple hair today <laughs> right. like he just does say <laughs> right. nothing um so future trends what's coming up what do we know you're a hot hairdresser on the scene in LA oh man future trends you know truly I just keep seeing blondes like blondes are my thing I feel like I'm never going to get away from it, which I don't want to necessarily, you know, but um, I feel like I've been seeing more people gravitate towards being full bleach and tones, which is really interesting because that, that is a commitment. And as you know, yeah. and um, yeah. the maintenance is for real. And I do keep my clients on a strict uh, maintenance schedule with that. And I just find that if people are open to it, yeah. Like, let's do it. Let's have some fun, you know? And I just think, yeah, blondes, blondes are always going to be in trend, never going to go away. Everybody wants to try it once, you know, that. And lately I've been doing a lot more natural redheads, and, which has been really fun because it's something that people are afraid of. And I think it's because redheads can definitely go like wrong yes. quickly. Like you can definitely make it look very natural, unnatural. Yeah. Um, so it's just a matter of trying to balance that, yeah. you know? I loved my red. Yeah, I loved it was beautiful. Red. Um, but it is really hard to that. That was a color I could never have done at home. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. I definitely would say salon for red. Absolutely, yeah. Because I mean, with box dyes, with especially with reds, they tend to be, you know, super pigmented and they never look natural because of what I was saying earlier with the whole indirect direct dye situation is that they just are overloaded with pigments and so it just looks too loud sometimes. And if you're wanting to go a more natural approach with red salon professionals are the way yeah. to go with yeah. that. um so are there so i'm curious i this is a terrible question because it's a mean one are there any trends you would like to see dead and buried and never darken our heads ever again oh it's so interesting i used to be such a hater on the skunk stripe thing and lately i have been seeing this come out more but in a more i don't know how to explain because it it's not a natural approach at no. all right but i just <laughs> find that people are sort of bringing the 90s back yes with 
this trend and I'm seeing a lot of straight flat ironed hair at the moment. Oh, I know like me too. But this whole skunk stripe trend, like as much as I want to see it fucking like buried in the ground, <laughs> I kind of want to see it come back too. you know, because I think that it could be a, just a fun experiment for people, especially, you know, the n- newest generation that's out there exper- exper- experimenting with their hair. Like, you know, have some fun with it. Also, I feel like everyone should have to go through everything I had to go through. Absolutely. So, like, Absolutely. I want to see teenagers with an orange line of foundation around their face <laughs> right. and mascara all under their eyes because now every 14-year-old is a fucking makeup Seriously, artist. Seriously, thanks uh, to social media. <laughs> yeah, like, you know. I insist they all dye their hair with sun in. Right. Oh, I did like, that too. It's I want so them funny. all to do the terrible things because it's character building. Right. You shouldn't look beautiful at 14. You should look awkward and weird. Um, oh, skunk stripes, man. See, mine's ombre. I feel like we're going to regret ombre. It's really funny because I find that like ombre does have such a bad rep. And I even find with just even highlighting these days, like because naturally like your ends are always going to be lighter. Even if you like say you don't color your hair and the sun is naturally highlighting you. It always hits the hairline first and the ends first. Right. So in a sense, people, um, they compare that to ombre. But then to me, ombre is the contrast, you know, it's those people that have like, black roots and white ends like yes that I would love to see buried because it is so ugly and it is not natural yeah no I think it's so weird because I think it, it I mean it's still a thing it's been a thing for like what 10 years now yeah. everyone's been all up in their shit about ombre and I just I it's my own personal shit and I realize that but I do think this is the thing like 20 years from now when we look back mm-hmm. our kids are gonna be like why is your hair two colors, mom? Right. And it's going to be like, that's how everyone had it then. And that's like now when kids look back, they're like, why is your hair poker? Well, I guess not because now they're like, I want poker straight hair with skunk stripes. They do. But you look back at 80s perms and you're like, oh, you look ridiculous. And I think ombre is going to be the defining thing that kids look back at it and go, this is stupid. But yeah. then 10 years on, do it again. It's so hard though, because I just find with, you know, in today's world, like there's such an acceptance, especially here in America, of yeah. being yourself. Yes. Um, so it's hard to say like, what trend is bad and what trend isn't, you know, because we all do things to our hair and we all might think it's cool and someone else might not You're think that right. it's cool. All is love. So it's hard, <laughs> you know, it's really hard to say that like, you know, ombre needs to be buried, even though like- it's I'm fine with saying it, but you are, <laughs> right. you are a good person. Right. <laughs> much it's really hard. I tried to be accepting in that realm. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's weird because yeah, we live in a time now where it's like, everyone's entitled to their own thing, but mm-hmm. like, I hate ombre. And right. That's, that's, <laughs> right. that's what I like. So I feel I'm, like, you. I'm entitled to that opinion. I feel like a Trump supporter. I'm like, right. my, my opinion's <laughs> terrible, but I'm entitled to it. Mm-hmm. Um, not a Trump supporter. No, me either. Uh, <laughs> we wouldn't be doing this. Um, but yeah, I, it's hard because, yeah, we're living in such a weird time now where people aren't as beholden to the trends. Right. It's because we have access to so much information now. Yes. Whereas before our trends were, to, we were told what the trend was because mm-hmm. we had access to like 10 magazines right. and that was it. Yeah, hair but magazines were the thing. you can have anything mm-hmm. and your information and your inspiration comes from everywhere. Everywhere. Well, even like, I mean, YouTube will teach you anything you need to know, right? And that's the, something I've come across too is people have come in here needing a fix because they tried an at-home situation with highlighting their hair and it just went wrong, you know, yeah. because they don't understand or the science. Or because someone tried to bleach wash to take green out of right, their exactly. hair. Right, exactly. And they, but like YouTube hair. will tell you that it's that okay. That was me. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's really funny. But yeah, social media just, it tells everybody, it's okay, try it. Yeah. But try it, you know what I mean? But, you have know. Have a backup plan. Absolutely. And like, have the finances for it because sometimes wash. it can get very expensive to <laughs> yeah. fix things. Oh so. God, yeah. No, that day was rough. So I did want to ask you, because this is the question we get asked, if someone wanted to get something similar to my hair color, what should they ask their colorist for? If they're not local and can't come and get you to do it, which is clearly the easiest route. 
Right. Um, you know, so like when you are uh, at the salon and you're having your consultation, you know, like I um, empower people to bring photos of their inspirations of what they want to see, what yeah. their goal is and what they don't want to see as well. Because for me, not or seeing what they don't want um, helps me have a better understanding of what direction I need to take yeah. um, with them. But as far as like, you know, finding the right tone for yourself, you know, like I said, bring those photos that, you know, I like this tone. I like the soft pink. I also like the, you know, this soft orange or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, um, but let the professional be the one to kind of guide you in the right direction of yeah. what tones are going to look best with your skin tone and with your haircut too. You know, it's all a matter of tying the haircut in with it all too. You would say get inspiration from your photos and then let the professional. I love when people, you know, bring me the photos and inspiration, but I also need to give them my professional opinion. And if I find that something isn't going to work with them, I try to give them options. You know, it's not just like, no, this isn't going to work. This is what you need to do. You know, there's, um, so many factors too. Yeah. Yeah, One thing I've heard from Silas a lot is they really appreciate the inspirations, but they want to be, they, they, you need a certain amount of freedom as a stylist to guide the client to the right color. So I could bring something and say, I love this neon purple. I want to do this. And you might look at my skin tone and my hair color and my current current color and all that. And just say like, this would not work for you. And I let me get you to something that will give you this vibe, totally, yeah. but it's not. Cause like sometimes, you know, it's definitely just, it's uh, it's going to take time, you know, it's going to be um, progress yeah. to get, it's going to take time to get you there. Um, you know, cause it also depends on if you're already coloring your hair, if you're, you know, or artificially colored dark brown, black hair, and you want to be a platinum blonde. Like I truly don't want people to expect that that to happen in one day, because for me personally, as the colors, I do take my time and the clients, uh, hair integrity is very important to me. And so I'm not going to be that, that colorist that's going to push it to the limit. Yeah. And I could get you there perhaps, you know, but then <laughs> it's going to be at the expense of your hair yeah. and at the expense of my reputation too. Yeah. And I just and the like, expense of your wallet. Mm-hmm, like, absolutely. It's not cheap, right? Going no, from a not dark a, color to a light it color. It is not at all. Cause like, you know, and that's the thing too, is like people just expect us to be magicians sometimes. And I am not a magician. You know, I am a hair colorist and I do, like to take a more healthy approach to, you know, getting you to your goal. Yeah. I will say my hair is the healthiest it's ever been to have color on it. That's great. Yeah. I do think that it's gotten, it's definitely gotten back into shape, you know, over time it's (laughs) been back and forth through, you know, certain processes, but you definitely have some healthy hair now, which is great. For now. Yes. (laughs) Till next time. Um, So I am going to ask you some questions from the full coverage Facebook group. Oh, sweet. Uh, There were a lot. Okay. I've edited it down to, because there were a lot about, a couple of uh, general topics. A lot of people had questions about the same thing, which I think is very interesting. Great. While we're talking about trends, trends come up. Um, and yeah, so let's get started. So we're going to start with Jane because this it, it ties into what we just uh, talked about. Jane bleaches her hair ahead of coloring it and she's trying to dye it pink, which we just said is what you do to right. dye hair. Yes. Um, but she says the pink dye often doesn't stick to the newly bleached roots. Do we have any idea why that might be? Yeah. Hi, Jane. Um, <laughs> there could be a couple of factors, you know, that um, are giving you these issues. I mean, in particular, like my first question would be, are you toning your roots first before applying the pink? Because a lot of times know your ends might be that perfect white blonde but your roots might be a little more on that yellowy white side which means the pink may or may not grab as much as it would on the white end so i do suggest maybe toning your roots down first to give it an even palette for everything to stick onto first that would be you know my first approach um 
with that. Other than that, you know, I just think that it's just a matter of making sure that your roots are light enough, you know, because a lot of times those pastel tones only stick to level tens and, you know, and white. White, <laughs> so. white, white, white. The first time I ever bleached my hair, they didn't tone it. Mm. And I didn't know. Because right. I was like, I'm in a salon getting a bleach job. It's going to be incredible. I'm going to look like Debbie Harry. And it, <laughs> it was, was like yellow. straw. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I had sheesh. no idea. It was so bad. That's crazy. Yeah. That's one thing that I do see um, that's pretty common in this in this industry is um, people taking the fast approach out, uh, you know, and not toning um, before doing, you know, some fun pastel tones. And they just kind of throw pinks, purples, and greens on. And yes, it might look beautiful that first week, but as soon as you wash it once or twice, it goes muddy because there's no, um, like blank canvas, you know, to work on. And I know because my pink will wash out after like a couple of weeks and I have to refresh it in between colors. So like, yeah, if the color underneath the pink isn't there, all you're going to have is that yellow. Yeah. Like for you, like if we didn't tone you first, like you would definitely be, it'd be yellowy, you know, when it faded out. So yeah. Are there any particular products you like to recommend for at home maintenance? Um, it's it's specifically like if you are looking to refresh like your pastel tones, um, there's a couple products out there on the market. The like overtone is one of them. Daviness has, um, a whole line of conditioners with pigment in them that you can, you know, play with. Um, for me personally, with most of my clients, I like to, um, make my own little, you know, uh, product for them with pigment in it. Um, that way that it's unique to their own style. I don't want them to have to like have the same color as everybody else out there, you know? And so I try to like concoct something that's just for them. Yeah. That's so nice. (laughs) Um, so we had, I'm going to try and collate them into one question and it's, it's going to be really hard. Um, but we had a lot of questions about gray okay. and people who are turning gray, people who want to go gray, um, and how they should do it. So start with the people who have the gray coming through and they want to cover it up. Uh, so we had Gemma message about this. Her hair is naturally dark brown, but the grays are coming in and she's finding she's at the salon all the time trying to um, maintain her natural color. Is there anything you would recommend that would make it less noticeable? Absolutely. Um, one thing that I do with a few of my clients that are trying to embrace their gray, even though it is a struggle for many people out there because, you know, just, you know, you think of gray and it's like, oh, I'm old, you know, but gray can be quite beautiful. And um, so what I do with a few of my clients is I try to highlight their gray pattern um, to and then when I go and tone it down, I it allows it for when the tone starts to fade out, it fades into that uh, that gray pattern. And so it just kind of looks natural, like the sun is highlighting your hair in a sense. And so you kind of can camouflage that gray and extend the life of a of your color and not having to come in every four to six weeks, you know, just to cover the gray, you know? Um, and then there's the people that absolutely don't want to see the gray. I have a few clients that come in on the dot every three weeks does not want to see their gray and they're not willing to accept that they are gray, you know? And so it just makes it difficult for them. (laughs) So you're pro gray. Mm -hmm. That was another question to gray gray. or not to gray. Absolutely. Embrace it. You know, and that's why I stopped coloring my hair as I'm starting to see grays in mine. And I think it's beautiful. And like, why fight the aging process to an extent? (laughs) (laughs) The 39 year old with baby pink. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I don't know what my hair color is Mm -hmm. anymore. You don't really have gray though. I feel like my hair color is close to your hair color. Yeah. Very similar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It could be gray. I could be gray as goose down there. Yeah. Very light. Light, darker blonde, you know. So uh, Jennifer would like to know, Olaplex, do you use it? Is it worth it? 
You know, Olaplex, I have a love-hate relationship with it. I feel like a lot of people think that it's a fix-all, you know? Yes. Olaplex isn't there. It does not prevent, I mean, it doesn't make your hair not break. It is there to prevent breaking. It is a bond rebuilder through the process. But let's say that your hair is already damaged and you're overlapping bleach on top of that with Olaplex. Olaplex isn't not going to make the bleach not break your hair, you know? But it is on the new growth going to help prevent it. So... I do think that it works, um, but it is not something that I swear by either, you know. It's rough, isn't it? Because, again, it's an education situation that I don't think. So I do, I use the at-home version um, every couple, a couple of times a week, maybe, if I'm washing my hair that much. I'm kind of a scumbag who doesn't wash her hair very often. But I think I've had a lot of messages about this. On We've had a ton of conversation about it on the Facebook group. Everyone... Thinks because, and I think they've marketed it as this as like a wonder product that's right. going to save your bleached hair, and it's it's not. People don't understand what it is, and that's not their fault. It's the marketing's fault. Absolutely, because people think it's a mask, and it's not a mask. And the only reason they think that is because that's how it's sold. Right. Um, and they think it's going to fix broken hair. It's like split end repairs. When, right. Whenever someone work. brings out a split end repair, like you can't right. glue split them back together. Are there. <laughs> Once <laughs> they're there, they're there. You can't put them back. You can put serum on it and it'll look good until you wash it, but it won't fix it. And I think that's really hard with hair products in general. I think the marketing around it is very often, I think hair products aren't as well policed as skincare right. products. So they're allowed to make claims that you're like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I like Olaplex, but you're right. It's like, it's my new hair. Yeah, it's, it's basically, yeah, it's a, I just find it to be a preventative. You know, it does help. Absolutely, I'm not like anti-Olaplex at all, but it's just something that I, I don't swear by it either. So Prevention's better than the cure. Absolutely. But, like, read the box. And it's also, you know, it's the color. As your colorist, your, if your colorist, edu- colorist is educated and understands how color works, you shouldn't need Olaplex, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's terrible to say or not, but you no, shouldn't need it. No, absolutely. So. Like, I mean, I... I gave it a try because everyone was talking about it. But like I said, I'm like, my hair's pretty healthy. Thank right. you. <laughs> Thank you to you. Um, so I already know your answer to this one. Allison says, any tips on how to DIY highlight curly hair at home? Do not DIY color at home, specifically with um, highlighting. You know, I mean, if it can go wrong. It always goes wrong, you know, yeah. and then you're just setting yourself up for a bigger expense for trying to fix it. Yeah. Curly hair is so hard, especially curly hair. Cause it's just, it's so much more fragile than any other type of hair. You know, you're going to lose that curl pattern so quick. Another question, your dream client. Do you have a dream client? Yes. Lady Gaga. <laughs> you know, I'm obsessed with her. That one. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a dream to work with her one day, even if it's just to like brush her hair. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm sure you does a list you could join. <laughs> Sheesh. I would love to just meet her in general. I think she's so inspiring, but, um, yeah, I think she would be my number one, her yeah. or even share, you know what <gasps> I mean? Oh, yeah. let's ju- let's get them together. I'm always curious what's under that wig. Oh, of I know. <laughs> yeah. I recently show, saw Cher in Vegas, show Cher in Vegas. That's a tongue twister. <laughs> and it's like the wigs are magical. Yeah. But I want to know what's going on mm-hmm. in general. I feel like I just want to know what's going on with Cher. Yeah. Just sit down and be like, hey, Cher, what's How's up? How's it going? <laughs> right. I feel you on that. Yeah. And I bet she's got really good advice and stories about everything, but also hair. Yeah. 
bet she's got older because she that's someone she's who was definitely ironing her hair absolutely with an iron mm-hmm. back in the day back in the day i do remember there's a photo of her i believe out there oh there is i believe so. i think it's her but yeah it's, it's on gotta be because that was some straight hair yeah i could be wrong about that photo but uh, i don't I, I choose like to believe it's true yeah and i also <laughs> choose to believe that i want to be buried in the turn back time wig yeah right like, no kidding i'll I join want. you in that <laughs> bury us together <laughs> that would be magical well thank you so much uh, where can everyone find you on social media um you can find me on instagram at trey t-r-a-e dot chic c-h-i-c um and then you can follow uh the salon as well at lost hills la on Instagram. Yeah. Definitely do that. Yeah, I would love that. Say hi. Well, thank you so much. This was so educational. Yeah, thank you for having me. This was uh, my first time, so it was really exciting oh, to uh, get to talk about what I do. Makes feel so special. Yeah. So thank you so much, and thanks for <laughs> I listening, hope it wasn't everybody. A rough ride. No, not at all. It was actually really nice. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you so much, You're Trey welcome. Elliot. Yay. Bye, guys. I just love him. He's the nicest person, and he was so good to do this, and he's just so lovely and sweet, and was so concerned with making sure that I he had given us the right answers and let you know exactly the answers to your questions and making sure you had done it right. And there's a lot of people out here who are not as nice and as generous and as kind as Trey. Uh, so please go follow him on Instagram. He is an absolute delight, and he has an excellent dog, and I know that means a lot to a lot of people. So go do that. Thank you, Trey. We really appreciate you. So I gonna do something very scandalous right now rather than do a standard highlight of the week I've had so many people asking about my wedding makeup um as you know I did my makeup myself I said I was gonna and I did I was quite proud of myself for doing that because I did have a panic Trey actually did my blowout for my wedding because I was like I can't do my own hair um but I did do my makeup myself and uh, people have asked me to do a tutorial to show them how to do it or at least a recreation and I'm like I can't do a tutorial because I'm in no position to be telling anyone how to do their makeup but I could do a recreation I guess I just haven't had a lot of time uh, but what I can do is tell you the products I use because some of them um, I knew I would use and some of them I was really surprised at the choices I made on the day uh for example, uh, I started out with, I ended up using the Bobbi Brown Vitamin Enriched Face Base as my primer because my skin just got really dry a couple of days before the wedding, which is crazy. So I ended up using Vitamin Enriched Face Base for my base. Then I ended up using a foundation that I had absolutely no intention of using until the day itself. And that was the La Mer Cushion Foundation. It wasn't even in contention. It wasn't even in the running. Uh, But I used it a couple of days before and the finish is just so beautiful and luminous and gorgeous. And your skin, but your skin perfected. I just couldn't not use it. Everything else felt way too heavy. I just felt really restricted by everything else on my skin. And that foundation it's obscenely expensive it is $120 I'm not proud of myself but it's so beautiful and the finish on my skin was absolutely gorgeous so I used that as a La Mer cushion foundation foundation <laughs> La Mer cushion foundation as foundation what else would I've used it as Lindsay oh. um and then I used the NARS soft matte concealer to spot conceal and I used uh NARS um I've forgotten the name of the liquid concealer, but the NARS regular liquid concealer uh, under my eyes. Again, two products I don't reach for or use very often, but just gave me this really beautiful, perfected, lifted, real skin look. So that was stunning. That was pretty much it for my base. Um, I used a ton of Hourglass products. I used 
I mean, I used, I think, the entire ghost palette, the new ambient lighting ghost palette. I absolutely am obsessed with it. I use both of the setting powders and then I just used the La Mer press powder on my chin, my nose and my forehead. But I used the ambient powders all over my face. I wore my ambient ethereal, ethereal blush, I believe, as my blush. I used Natasha Denona contour powder in light as contour it was very simple on the base I tried to keep stuff really 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 simple I didn't use a ton of stuff uh, and then I set all that with uh, Urban Decay All Nighter spray then with the eyes I had eyelash extensions on my top lashes so I didn't have to do any mascara on my top lashes I tidied up my eyebrows with the Hourglass Micro Brow Pencil which I absolutely love. I love the Hourglass Eyebrow Pencil. I think it is exceptional. I love their Platinum Blonde shade. It is perfect. I'm obsessed with it. Uh, and then I use the Fenty Eye Primer on my eyelids. And then I just did a very simple, it's not really smoky, but a very simple, slightly contoured eye using New Dip, uh, Tom Ford New Dip, which I think we all knew that was always going to be the case. And then I used one of the sparkly shades out of the Natasha Denona Bieber palette. Uh, just it tones really beautiful it's a really beautiful tone on tone with the new dip palette and I just use that in the middle of my eyelid for a little bit of extra sparkle and buff that in and I then I used ugh, I feel bad about it because I said I don't use her products and then I went and used them literally first chance I had to like say this is a moral test and I failed but you know no one's perfect and I just really really wanted my makeup to be perfect on that says more about me than I care to know. But I use the Kat Von D tattoo eyeliner, uh, tattoo ink liner in brown on my upper lashes to create a mini flick uh, and just give definition to my top lashes. And I use the Kat Von D cake pencil in brown on my in inner lash line just to give that added definition because I wasn't wearing mascara because I had uh, lash extensions in. And then for my bottom lashes, um, I used Glossé Lash Slick on my bottom lashes and I used an Urban Decay pencil 24-7 and I can't remember what shade it is and I can't find it because I put it away I hate myself I'm so sorry but it was a silvery taupey brown I will try and pull it out um, if I do the recreation and figure it out but it was just a little bit lighter I didn't want to put anything under my eye that was gonna smudge or go dark so it was just a silvery taupey brown that gave definition and then I smudged that out with um new dip just to make it all sit nicely together so it didn't look like I only had makeup on my top lashes top lids um and as I say then I used um lash lick just to tie it all together and I really loved my makeup it was so pretty I really really did like it and then for lips I think we all know what I did on my lips uh, I used Charlotte Tilbury pillow talk pencil just to define very lightly at the edges and on the cupid's bow and the outer corners and the cupid's bow and then I used Dior lip glow I think we all knew I was going to do that that's what happened. Uh, I felt really good about it. I also had with me a Lipstick Queen Jean Queen, uh, which is a really pretty wearable rosy pink. Because uh, I don't, the thing with lip glow that can happen is if you reapply too often, the color starts to get very, very vivid. And I didn't want that to happen during photos. So I used Jean Queen just to give me a glossy rosy finish when we were doing photos. And I really, really liked that. That was really pretty. I love Jean Queen. I think it's a massively underrated lipstick from Lipstick Queen good work lipstick queen it's so pretty and yeah that was it and I just kept it really simple it lasted really well I used real techniques brushes for the most part to apply everything and I just took my time doing it and let everything settle 
so I didn't rush anything and then you know it didn't slide off my face which was very convenient thankfully it wasn't very warm we only had sort of a couple of minutes of blasting hot sunshine at the end of the photo session so yeah everything went really well and then for the party I pretty much did the same thing but I didn't have time to do so much with my eyes so I used the Victoria Beckham lid luster in mink just um with my ring finger I dabbed my ring finger swiped it then blended it out at the edges with a bit of nude dip and um used the same eyeliner and I wore the L'Oreal color riche plump shine I don't know color riche shine plump um, it's the longest name but it was my highlight of the week a couple of weeks ago L'Oreal color shine color reshine color reshine plump in watermelon as my lip color for the party the next day I just wanted to be a bit more poppy and a bit more fun uh, and it was and I loved it and it made me so happy but yeah that was it it was pretty simple pretty straightforward pretty proud of my work I've posted a photo on the Facebook group already but I will try and find a closer up of my face of my actual face so you can see the slap um my photographer thanked me <laughs> for doing a good job because it saved her time in photoshop so we love her for that uh she also called out my lashes like a bunch of times so thank you GBY Beauty and Silver Lake for the excellent lashes not spawn paid for uh but they were just very good I owe them a thanks that's it for this week. Um, yeah, my highlight of the week was all of those products. Highlight of the week, all of those products. Uh, we will be back in two weeks with a new episode, me and old Hadfield. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about. Christmas is a coming. I feel like we're also well overdue an Ask Us Anything episode. So we're going to be opening up our questions so you can ask us any burning questions that you're dying to know. We've also got a couple of cool interviews lined up that I'm really psyched to talk to these people so that's going to be coming very shortly and yeah just generally everything's brilliant and you're the best thank you so much if you would like to get in touch with us you can join our facebook group um facebook.com forward slash full coverage podcast uh, hit that top pinned post which will take you to the beauty banter group who doesn't love the beauty banter group i know at least 3300 of you do because you're in it um and yet we're always there having a chat you can tweet us full coverage pod you can hit us up on instagram at full coverage pod and you can email us hello at full coverage podcast.com we love getting mail sometimes takes us a long time to get to it I will admit that we are very busy but we will always read it and we will reply and respond as and soon as we can we also have our patreon and all you incredible le patreons who have supported us thank you so 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 much you can support us from as little as two dollars a month for five dollars a month you get an extra mini episode you get to decide what it is we'll answer your questions if you message us and for twelve dollars a month you get your own full coverage mug what's not to love we also just sent out a new patreon giveaway every couple of months we do a big giveaway of a bunch of the pr we've been sent uh, to one of our lucky patrons we just sent one out we're going to be doing another one in november so uh, if you are a member of the patreon keep your eye open patreon 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 um keep your eye open for a dm from us because we might be asking for your address so we can send you some goodies um and if you're not a member already patreon.com p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash full coverage podcast and we are there but yeah thank you so much this has been a delight i feel like it's forever since i talked to you and i'm so ready to talk makeup with everyone i've been i mean i liked getting married getting married was fun i like being married to jeff he's great but honestly just spent altogether too much time with a boy lately it's time to get back together with the girls and start talking about slap 
So with that in mind, I'm going to bid you adieu and I'll be back in two weeks. Bye. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.